hey, buddy, check it out. I just had this cool dream about the future, and I um, and you know what? I um, the future is like um, it's pretty cool. It's gonna be all right, cause like um, I'm gonna be your boss, and I'm gonna have a VCR and some porn. Whoa. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Working on Christmas Eve is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> upstate new york this is the slam tilt podcast a show about all things pinball i'm ron hallett here with my co-host bruce nightingale hi this is bruce nightingale from pinball profile how are you doing today yes we'll we'll get into why he said that in a second uh, welcome to episode 24 gold, gold finger. finger yes the best bond movie by far Still still no no nude women yet, Bruce. Sorry. They didn't start doing that. They did have bikinis on in the intro, and they were all painted gold. So maybe that was good enough for you. Uh, We have a guest this week. Yes, yes, we do. One of our, uh, one of actually my favorite Canadians. He has actually started his own uh, podcast, uh, and we've helped him out a little bit, of course, and we enjoy, I've enjoyed Jeff for a long time, Jeff Teolis from Pinball Profile. Well, let me just say, Butch and Rob, I'm a big fan of your podcasts, too, so uh, this is a thrill to be on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm Butch, by the way. He's Rob. I'm Rob. <laughs> very good, very good. I see he, he Jeff is going to fit very well with the podcast, I, I can tell already. Well, you know my deal. I was like, I'm not going to go on just any podcast. There needs to be some sort of a legitimacy. So now that you're at 24, I'm like, okay, I think these guys are going to be around. But anything under twenty, forget about it. All right, we've just made it in. We just made it. Twenty-four. So yes, Jeff Teolis is the pinball profile, which he does. It's ten to fifteen minute, like shorter form interviews of pinball personalities from around the pinball world. The reason I started doing it was because I've been playing uh, pinball tournaments for only just two and a half years. And I would go to these tournaments, and I'd know about some of the people, and, and through IFPA, you know, see where the rankings are, and, oh, look, there's Keith Owen and, and some of these other guys. But I didn't really know everybody. And I've had two situations where I was talking to somebody, and then somebody after the fact said, you realize who that was? And, of course, I had no clue. But, you know, you talk to somebody the same as you talk to everybody. We all put our pants on the same way. When do we wear pants, uh, Bruce? Um, but anyway. Oh, never, so- never, never, never. So anyway, um, these two guys, actually one's coming on my next one too, and I kind of reveal that he's the reason I'm doing the pinball profile because this gentleman uh, at Pinburg, before the event started, uh, the day before, said, can I join you uh, for lunch? I was with my buddy Ian, and and so we started talking, and, and we had a good, nice lunch or whatever, and then my buddy Ian goes, you know who that is, right? And I said, no. And it's, it's a guy who's been playing for 30-some-odd years. He's been ranked as high as number two in the world. Bob Matthews from California, who's at every pinball event, including the Buffalo Pinball Summer Open. He came up for that. And, uh, and just a pleasant, pleasant man. So he's joining me on my next one. 
And uh, yeah, the, the format of the pinball profiles are certainly much shorter. Um, it's uh, you two guys bouncing off each other. It makes a good podcast. You know, it, it, me just doing it by myself for a while. I don't, I have a radio show. I don't even like to hear myself talk. So I've always wanted to hear what other people have to say. So this is kind of a format where I get to find out different people, and, you know, whether it's game designers, uh, uh, people the games are made after, whether it's really competitive players or some of the tournament directors. There's all kinds of people you can interview in the pinball community. So that's kind of where that started, just as a real hobby for myself and just really to get to know some of these people. So I'm not embarrassed again when, I say, oh, hey, I'm going to play that game over there once that guy's done. And my buddy will say, who's that? And I said, I don't know. He goes, that's Lyman Sheets. I'm like, oh. We both have had the, uh, me and Ron have both had actually breakfast with Bob uh, Matthews, actually at California Extreme, if I remember correctly, a couple of years ago. Right, Ron? Uh, sure. At Denny's. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. It might have been. Might have been Dad. And yeah, I know Dad has ate his head breakfast or or eaten with Bob at least once. Yes. Yes. Bob is a very uh, great player, great personality, and we. He's a friend of the podcast. Very, very good guy. Between between him and Trent, they might do the most traveling to tournaments. Oh yes. To the point where it's like it can't be considered a tournament if one of them isn't there. Really. <laughs> so I. I I like Jeff's. I, I like I like the shorter, the shorter interview concept. So I, I, I like to thank Jeff for being on this week, and I like to thank everyone for listening <laughs> to the later. show. Uh, say goodbye. And this was Goldfinger. Um, say goodbye, Bru- No, no, I can't do that. <laughs> no, no, That'd be a little too fail. short. Fail. fail, fail, massive fail. No, you guys have more to say for sure. So uh, Jeff, tell me how long you've been in the pinball hobby and what got you into it and tell me a little bit about yourself also. Okay. Um, I've been in radio for 25 years now and uh, I kind of got into radio by doing stand-up comedy. Somebody said you should, you know, when they saw me at uh, the comedy club said you should be doing radio and I was taking kind of a, a math program at university of Waterloo and I thought, well, maybe I'll try this radio class. I got in, graduated, got a job four days later and knock on wood been doing it ever since and enjoying it. And so um, the reason I bring that up is back when I was in university and college, I played a lot of pinball, but as arcades died, you know, and and the whole pinball industry, Williams kind of calling it quits after what was it? Cactus Canyon. um, You just didn't see pinball machines anymore. So there was a real, I want to say 15, 20 year lull of not playing any pinball for me because there weren't any arcades. You didn't see the machines. So a buddy on Facebook just two years ago said, I'm going to a pinball league. And I went, what is a pinball league? And he said, we go to a guy's house and and play once a month. I said, a guy owns a pinball machine? And he said, no, no, if you're hosting, you have to have at least six. I said, oh, I'm in. And so I went to the guy's house, this guy Ray in London, and he had 12 beautiful machines, some of my all-time favorites. And I, I was hooked from there. And then another guy said, Oh, we've got a league in Kitchener. I said, well, that's closer to where I live. I'll do that, too. And so just kind of nonchalantly and just when I could would play two years ago. And then last year I said, I'm going to make an effort to maybe go into real tournaments and see if I'm any good at this. And, and not that I am, but but at least putting more of an effort. And so the first event I went was, I think, I think Bruce, you were there, I think, uh, the Canadians in 2015 in Toronto. Yes, I was. Yes, yeah. I was. So that's my first ever tournament. 
And I don't know how many people were there, 60, 70 or something like that, but I made the playoffs in both the classics and the, the regular. And that's my first tournament. So I was like, Ooh, I got kind of lucky here. And I finished fourth in the, the classics and, uh, and then whatever I did in the uh, top 12 and the other side. So I thought, okay, well, what's next? And everyone was talking about Pinburg. So then I went to my first ever Pinburg, just, you know, a couple months later and wow, 700 people or whatever it was just under that. My goal, maybe I can make the top half made the A division. So I was like, wow, okay, now I'm hooked. You know, had I been maybe a, a D or something like that, maybe I wouldn't have put the time in, but I thought I, I'm kind of hanging with these guys. I'm, I'm getting, I'm not winning, but I'm, I'm there for a little bit. And so this current year, more leagues. And, uh, you know, I come up to Buffalo, in fact, to, uh, play in, in their selfie league and whatever other tournaments they do at Pocketeer and, and, uh, other events. And, uh, and my first Papa got just smoked, and then uh, did Pinburg again. Got an A again. I think I started off twelve and zero, so I got a little medallion. I was like, wow, this is all downhill from there. In fact, my very last game—you'll like this, Ron. My very last game I had to play. I was tied with this guy, and he was really <laughs> cocky, really arrogant, and we had to play <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> and, and this guy put up a monster score. I think he even put on Ultimate Warrior makeup before he played the game. And yeah, that, brother. That that jerk's name was Bruce Nightingale, and he beat me to, to edge me out. <laughs> jerk, jerk. Yes. Jerk alert. From the ears of the Warriors before him, he destroyed the pinball machine. See, that would be more like the Ultimate Warrior. Something makes no sense. <laughs> Jeff keeps mentioning these things called leagues. What are these things, Bruce? I, I I'm unaware of what these things are. Luckily, on Western New York, we have three in our local area, but in Eastern Upstate. There's crickets. Crickets, Isn't yes. there. Yes. You mean, you mean an upstate, upstate. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yes. I'm yes. upstate, too. No, you're not. You're in western New York. We've gone through this, and we're not going through this again. Oh, sorry. Sorry. God. So, uh, Jeff, I'm looking at your IFPA ranking right now. Do you know what you're ranked at right now? Uh, somewhere between 200 and 300. Okay, very good. You are correct. You are 280. Jeff is a very I, I, good competitive yeah, player. Yeah, you know, I, I think it was under 1,000 to start this year, so I did have a goal to make top 500. And then, much like you, uh, you know, it, New York is probably the hardest state, maybe California too, to be in the top 16 for that February state finals. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, it's very tough because, you know, you guys in New York are going up against everybody at Modern Pinball, which, by the way, is a fantastic facility. But they have so much more frequency, so many more players and, you know, right there in Manhattan. So that's, that's a tough to, for guys out of Buffalo and whatever to, to get in there. But I see that you have the, you mentioned the, the Western New York standings too. And uh, that's pretty good. So in Ontario, there's actually where I live, there's quite a few leagues, I think eight in and around the uh, greater Toronto area. And holy for holies. Yeah, there's a lot. There's no you could you could play pinball six out of seven nights in different leagues, and um, so I guess the goal was mine last year to make the Ontario finals. I did. I think I walked in at third and walked out almost dead last. I got just smoked. I don't even know if I won a game, but it was nice to be at the Ontarios. And you know, as the year wraps up, I'm going to be there again this year, probably in the, in the fourth spot, and hopefully at least make it to round two, but there's a lot of great competition here in Ontario with, uh, <coughs> excuse me, guys like Adam Becker, mm-hmm. who's been as high as, you know, top 25 in the world. And, uh, 
some other great players, John Flinton, Jack Tadman to me, I think is, I actually think Jack Tadman's one of the best players when he is on. He is. He's, he's very like good. And, and I say to him, if you played more, you'd be there. But it just, Oh, yeah, you would. I, I think Jack, if, if you know, on any given day, can just... Uh, he can uh, hang with the best. Well, like most guys, and, and Adam's lights out too. John is one of the best flow players I've ever seen. Um, but John, uh, Adam and, and Jack, I think, you know what their worst enemy is? is themselves, you know, when they get mad, it just kind of, mm-hmm. pardon the pun, they go on tilt to, to use the poker term. Oh, they yes, kinda, they do. Yeah. So I always, when I play them, just like to tick them off by mentioning something about <laughs> their looks or, you know, whatever. Anger <laughs> and play. pinball. I, who would have thunk that? Yeah, gee. <laughs> I am the force. The force is one. I am the force. The force is one. I am the force. Oh. The force is one. <laughs> I mean, I, I had it like the, well, before it became the New York City Finals, when it was the New York State Finals. The, yes. We yes. And, and we were both in it. I, I had a situation where I p- played a particular player. I won't, I won't use his name, but those are there. Those are there. And, and, and. Who's it rhyme with? Uh, what does his name rhyme with? Uh, oh, um, I, I, yeah, it's no, but it's, edit, it's you know? no, it, it's too easy. If I give you what it rhymes with, it's pretty much his name. But, Is it Juice uh, Fightingale? No, 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 oh, no, oh, no. This was at the, um, Sunshine Laundry Map before the reconfiguration. Oh, yeah. And, and we ended up playing because it's four out of seven. And they had Black Knight 2000 as one of the available games. I don't know why. I don't you know why. Yes. Uh, and I played it in practice, and you could not, you could not lock a ball. But, you, but you, you could get it to the upper play field. So that means there's only one strategy, and that's just get the, um, is it the war? Is it war or win? Yep. Spell war. 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 Spell war and hit the hurry up as many times yep. as you can, as boring as that may be. And you could trap the ball off the upper play field every time. So... I was in a situation where I said, you know, and I had like a three games to one lead and blew it. And I, and, and I told myself, if it gets to that point, I'm picking this because I know it's going to piss them off. And I picked it. And like the first, first ball, I did nothing. He did nothing. The second ball, I just, I, I got into the groove, the boring groove that is Black Knight 2000 and played it for like 20 minutes. Like the second one, just on, hurry up after hurry up after hurry up, and I can just, I can just tell he's getting really pissed. Oh, really he was. I was pissed. Him watching it, and yes. and you know, because because it's just going to take him just as long to come back. There's no, there's no like ACDC song jackpot to help him. It's it's going to be a total grind to get back. And he had a second ball, and nothing happened there. I played my third ball, had another good ball. He gets to his third ball, and now the flippers are starting to get weak till he can't even make the ramp to get to the upper play field. And he drains it. He explodes. Explodes. Oh, yes. This is bullshit. This ruined a great match that we had. How could you pick this I game? I bought my tickets already. Oh, yeah. He said he had bought his tickets already to go to Vegas for the finals. This is bullshit. And he stormed out. The funny thing is, yes. he, like, he left his coat or something there, so he had to like go back in and get it. And then <laughs> yeah, he tapped so he me. He tapped me in the shoulder and said, "Oh, good luck in the next round," and then left. Yeah, the walk of shame. Yeah, well, yeah. Well. And then he apologized to me like at Pinburg or something. That, but yes, that was funny. So, so that's why I won't say his name, but anyone who knows the New York City, you can guess who it was. But yes. and he yes. still wants revenge. And I told him, oh. you know, if if it if it becomes the non-New York State or New York City final, and I actually have a chance to get in there, you can get your revenge on me. But until then, I have Anytime. no shot, no shot. 
Huh. Now, now, Mr. Jeff Teolis is number 11 in the upstate rankings right now. Yeah, I'm getting concerned because right, be- right before we went to air, I, I found out that a, a tournament I participated in, uh, the Catskill Classic, which I won and got six points on, is uh, being disqualified because it was at a private location and didn't have at least 16 players in it. I guess that's one of the rules. So You know what, Ron? That just happened today, too, for a tournament I was in. Uh, when you asked me a ranking, I didn't know what it was because I knew something was coming off it. I won a tournament where there were 13 players, but it was at a private location. So if you are at a private location, there has to be a minimum of 16 players. So I think they're doing some auditing right now on IFPA. And so I, I got notified. It wasn't a tournament I ran, but I got notified by uh, Ian who ran it and said they're, they're taking it off. So that, that knocked uh, one of my good 20 scores of eight points or whatever it was and uh, being disqualified. But if it's like that across the board, I guess. And, and you know what? I know IFPA is trying their hardest to kind of even the playing field. You know, uh, I can't have a tournament at my house where I have 16 family members, you know, that don't play pinball. So you've got to be a qualified player and you've got to, you know, make sure it's posted publicly for 30 days. So I like these kind of things. You know, I, I, I'm not a big fan, believe it or not, of selfie leagues. And I, even though I play in one or <laughs> I, 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 I think the reason they did it was for some reason places were the only word I can use is maybe jealous of something like modern pinball, which I've played in. I went, I was in New York last January and I went there and I was there for a few days. So I was able to play in two of the four weeks. One was a Sunday and then, you know, the following week, but I could never make it for the finals because that was two weeks later. Mm-hmm. And I, based on two weeks, I actually would have qualified for the finals, which was, you know, I made me happy that I did that against some of those great players, but it was legitimate. You know, you had to choose to pay $10 to play in that tournament. It wasn't just like everybody walked in, got their name in, and only legitimate players counted towards the TGP and the qualified players. So I, I really enjoyed that format. And I guess they came up with selfie leagues to kind of combat that or, again, even the playing field. But I just, when they came up with selfie league, I thought, there's no way to really police this. And I, I mean, yeah, there's some photos. Some, some selfie leagues don't even take photos. Yeah, that's the wrong part. And, I agree with the photos. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I wasn't happy about it. I mean, you do it because, okay, that's, that's the way it's going to be. And you have to, you have to kind of conform to whatever the decision is, but I'm glad it looks like they're kind of dying in 2017. Well, it's going to have to be, you're going to lose 20, at least 20% from the, because it's not a regular, it's not a watchable event, you know, all, there's not a administrator always on duty. So you have to lose 20% right there for that. Plus you lose, I think you'll lose the time towards it also, if it's not a watchable event also. So you'll lose a lot more, but there's going to be a couple around, but just not as much points. The TGP will probably down to like 50 to 60. What's really going to make them better is going to be the finals. If they're very creative with making a longer finals and that kind of stuff. That's when the TG will go up, the TGP will go up, and then you actually be able to actually get more points out of a selfie league. They'll be around, but it will be less. I like the idea of it gets you know people into the venues. I do definitely like yes. that because you want to support these venues, and it encourages uh, new people to maybe try a little fun league on their own time. 
love that aspect of it. But, you know, and yes, you have to make the playoffs to really kind of qualify uh, and, and really get any kind of points if you're looking for points. But there's just too many loopholes to get into the playoffs. I might bump somebody who's legitimate. I, I don't agree. Like I totally agree. Playoffs? 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 I'm lucky I win another game. I should participate in the level zero selfie league. Yes. Oh, the, gonna... great, the great Jim Moron. <laughs> the great Jim Moron. Hey, Does... I say that because I'm, I'm a Rams fan. Same division for a long time, right? So mm-hmm. uh, and our Rams would suffer and sink again this year. So, Jeff, since you are now 11th and with one week to go till the final, till the end of year IFPA rankings, Will we possibly be seeing you in Binghamton, New York on January 21st? That is the question. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I just got a, a nice cash donation from the guy in 17th. And it's in American money, which, you know, $10 American is 46,000 Canadian. So it is. It, it could, be tough to, uh, could be tough to squeeze that in. I, I, I don't know. I mean, really, That's honestly, cool. weather is a factor. Of course, uh, termat formats, a factor, location, all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's nice to be wanted anywhere. Okay, that's good. So guess what? If you're in, you're going to be enjoying a uh, best of seven double elimination. It's different than the the uh, the IFPA ones. We try to make it so you have a chance to be in it. And it's a long day. We uh, It's actually at an arcade and called the Moonwalker. Arcade down in Binghamton. Uh, it's central for central New York, actually, for the whole state of New York. Is there something down it's below? Technic- it's technically, Binghamton will be called the Southern Tier. I don't know why, but that's that's what it's called, the Southern Tier of New York. And, and can I ask a question? Like the other, I, I didn't even know there was a Western New York standing until someone told me. I think I saw a post Bruce did. Yes. And I um, actually, I actually. It's called the uh, Upstate. Upstate New York. Sorry, pardon me. The up- Upstate. Um, yep. Is that actually considered one of the qualifiers to get to no. the national? No, we no. do it. We actually do it on a different day, so it doesn't conflict. So if you are in the Canadian one, or if you're in New York State, or in any other state, you get a chance to possibly be in it. So it's just for fun, for bragging rights. Plus, it is for points. We actually last year the winner myself got 14 points to start off the new year. But you you don't you don't get the invite. You don't get the invite to Vegas or wherever it is for the, the, the Nationals. It's not it's not included in that. It's Dallas this year. Oh, Dallas. Okay. Yeah, it's Dallas. Um, now, the, here's a question then. I didn't know that, that it was a different date. Oh, when yes. I thought the, the state or provincial finals, as it is in Canada, I thought you could only participate in one. Only yes. that's why they're all holding the same that's date. Why so. this, this, this why since it's, it, is, it is going by IFPA rankings and everything like that. That's why we do it on a different day. It's for just like the bragging rights of upstate New York, you know, and for the nice trophy. I got a oh trophy too. God damn it. Whoops. <laughs> but uh, it's actually, it's before, I believe, the, the, yes, it's, the it's state finals. Weeks before, weeks so let me ask another question. Um, if it's different, different date, yeah. Yeah. do you have to choose one or the other? No. No, you can do both. There, there will both. be people doing both. That's that's oh, yeah. guaranteed. That's, yep. You tell that scumbag in 17th, he can keep his money. Ooh. Oh, so Alberto, keep your money, man. Uh-oh. Just, I don't even know who it is. 
<laughs> but I, I, you know, as as Bruce knows, Ron, I love playing uh, a lot of the guys. I've gotten to know quite a few of them uh, in uh, in the Buffalo region, so that'll be fun. Yes, uh, Nick is 14, so he should be hopefully in it. There's a lot of good players. Tim Sexton, I, w- I will it. be 16th after the yes. points drop. The points drop. But uh, so, there's some people who probably won't be there, like Zach Sharp. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it, yeah slide down. Winning. Yeah, a lot of those guys. Uh, I, I don't even. Tim Sexton will be there, I think. Oh yeah, Tim will be there. Timmy will, Tim be, will there. be there. Okay. okay. Be there. I just. Uh, yeah, because that Buffalo Pinball Summer Open was just fantastic. I know Bruce, you helped out, uh, yep. volunteered a little bit with that. And, and Nick and Kevin did a great job. I, I love that tournament so much. Um, a lot of those guys got some big, big points there. So they probably, you know, were there maybe their only time in Buffalo. So maybe they're probably not going to be there. But they got a lot of points and certainly would have helped with their rankings. I'm sure that's the only reason I got in there. Yeah, it is. It's actually one of the big reasons. You got, you're actually 65 points in upstate New York right now. It's oh, amazing. So you're in 11th. You have some fellow Canadians with you with John Flinton and Adam Becker. And Phil is there also at 16th. Well, now he'll be 15th because, because Ron lost some points. I lost <laughs> points. Oh. oh, well. Oh, well. Yep. Now that everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, God, it's going to be a tournament episode. That's all it I'm is. Talk yes. about. Yes. Yes. No, no. It's not, not all about tournaments. Mm-hmm. We do have some pinball news. We do. Let's, Let's go we'll, into we'll the We'll see what Jeff thinks news. about some of these uh, items. Well, you had the ultimate Stern Ultimate fans had their, uh, I guess, semifinal vote. So we're now down to the two finalists. The semifinalists. It was weird because one of the guys, actually Adam, Adam Becker, I think they have Canadian. Yeah, because he was number one for the longest time, or at least top three, and and like boom, he's gone. He's out. Well, I don't know if you heard my pinball profile. Uh, I, I wound up in it. It's actually my favorite one I've done so far as far as the um, capacity of the program because normally I just talk to one person, but that day I actually talked to seven. Not that, mm-hmm. I, you know, it was edited over a course of three days, but I talked to six of the contestants in that contest, and I asked them all the exact same question. I you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, why you should win, um, and what are you planning to do? Things like that. And it's still up on the pinball profile if you want to check it out on iTunes or Podcast Garden. But they all kind of gave their piece. But I, it was neat to hear from the guy from Austria who dressed up like a pinball player. Vince, mm-hmm. who's in the final three right now, and talking about his little boy. Uh, and talking with uh, Kristen and talking about her kids and her plans to, um, you know, Donate. have it at, well, ha- have it at a, a community center, I think is yep. their goal. Yes. And... And I did talk to some of the others, Adam uh, as well, Imoto, uh, who kind of pulled out of the running, and uh, uh, Jason from Quebec. But I did talk to Nick Angel, too, um, and he declined to come on. He just thought, I, I'm not going to do that. And sure enough, he, he's in the final three. And so, when you're, Ron, when you're talking about what happened with the votes there, the seventh person I talked to was Jody Dankberg from Stern. And he basically said, we don't see any problem with the way people are acquiring the votes, you know, the software is what it is. And I think people were going to do this anyway. You can go online and buy online votes. It's very, very easy to do if you have the means to do it. So I looked and for 800, actually for $700, 
you could buy 10,000 votes. <laughs> and that's what happened. So it's, I'm, I'm a little disappointed and discouraged. It was done that way, but it is within the rules. And the main thing is, you know, I, I am excited that Stern's giving away a pinball machine. I think everyone's probably going to take the Batman 66. It's just, I know a lot of people, I, I posted a thread on tilt forums and a lot of, uh, interaction there about people saying, you know, well, what is an ultimate Stern fan? You know, is it someone with a big collection? Is it someone that's a young kid or this and that? Are they going to donate it? And my kind of response to that is it's whatever Stern wants it to be. It's their yes. content. They're giving away a machine. And, you know, there's going to be 19 upset people and one happy person. But the bigger picture is... It's just like when you buy a Stern pinball machine. Yeah. Be thankful that, you know, they're giving this away. That's that's kind of good. They're getting a lot of marketing out of it. And I don't think it's all bad press. There's a little bit of people, but it's also a little bit of sour grapes, too. Would have been funny if you had an interview like, what are you planning to do? Well, when I get the game, I'm going to keep it in the box for a while. Then I'm going to sell it and use the money to get it dialed in. (laughs) Yeah, that would not work. (laughs) That would be classic. So we got we got our finalists. Yes, we do. And uh, what about the new code that was dropped this week, Ron? See, we talk about new code dropping. It's because we talked about it. That is the sole reason. They heard it on the podcast, and they knew it couldn't be kept secret any longer. So mm-hmm. even though it's been mentioned on Pinside for a while. But, yes, they dropped the uh, 1.12 version of the uh, of Ghostbusters. Yep. And they were actually shipping the latest the, the latest Ghostbusters they've been shipping have had one one two on it, even yes. before it was officially on their site. I'm gonna put up my hand to be stupid here. What's the difference? I, I haven't looked into that code. Only two yeah. things. Only uh, the fixes the weak flipper issue that with the bug that was manifested from one point one one, and also they added a family friendly version of We Came. We saw. We kicked its butthole. Yes. Oh, God. No, but there there were there were a couple other fixes. Yeah, did they, re- like, did, they re- did they replace the? Uh, yes, it is true. He has no dick. Did they take that out too? I think they give you an option with that. Yeah, I'm, actually... I'm sure it's yeah. It, it, typically, they use like the family mode or whatever they yeah. they call it. I'm sure, I'm sure that's in there. Did they take a scream? Because if you're if you're a kid playing that and all of a sudden the game screams at you, yeah, that's like, a little freaky. I haven't oh. had that happen. What do you need to do to get that to happen? Obviously, you need to be further in the game than I'm ever getting. Well, I know what you need when it does happen. You need to be wearing uh, some Depends because it's super <laughs> the first time it happened. To, the first time it happened to me, it was like everybody playing beside almost. It was like a an audio tilt. Like everyone just kind of jolted. Yeah, for those who may not know what we're talking about, in Ghostbusters, there is this scream that I guess no matter how low you have the volume, the scream will be at full volume. Blood curdling. Yes. Blood curdling. <laughs> So if you're downstairs playing a pinball machine at your place and you've got Ghostbusters and the family's upstairs sleeping, trying to be quiet, oh, I'll just turn the volume down, and then that goes on. Yeah, you, That ends all playing late at night, I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. Now, Ron, you were wrong about the newest code, though. There is a newer code that came out. There's a newer code that came out. Okay. Yeah. Game of Thrones dropped. Oh, okay. And you want to you want to hear what the README is for that? The README. Okay, what is the README? Now, is this just for the Pro, Premium, or all of them? All. Okay. Here's what they fixed for. It took them since October 7th. They had one little version that was really not too big. But uh, December 19th, 
ticket dispenser was not dispensing tickets correctly. Okay, and what else? That's it. That's it. No, no, no. What else? Seriously. No, no. That's it. Seriously. No, no. Come on, come on. What? What? Come on. Tell me what the real code is. No, tell me what you want. What do you really, really want? We got no freaking. Code the dragon farts. Place. They've added yes. that. Oh, yeah. the, yes, the dragon farts. And they fixed the orbit. Oh, no. Sorry. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you have a pro, it works. Yes. I expect you to die, Mr. Bond. <laughs> expect you to fix the code. Not. Yes, not. I don't know. That's uh. that, that's not a code fix, the orbit thing. That's a design fix there. So. Bruce kind of looks like a Caucasian odd job, don't you think? Put a derby on him? Yeah. Yeah, actually, he does. He, yeah, he's got the same build, too. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Fat. So, would you like to be my? <laughs> would you like to be my caddy, Bruce? I golf. Remember, he was oh, a caddy. Yes. yes, he was. I am there. And and what kind of ball does Goldfinger play? Gold. <laughs> Gold. That's just some Bond trivia for anyone. The answer would be Slasinger. Oh, the Slasinger. That's right. It was specifically a, a Slasinger one. There's oh, yeah. Slasinger exactly. one. That is the gold standard of Bond movies for sure. That's the one that really put them over the top. But yeah. don't you think when Casino Royale the, came out, that was like, ooh, this might challenge uh, Goldfinger. It, it was uh, certainly better than anything Roger Moore probably did, and uh, certainly the latter Connery films. But uh, it kind of was a real throwback, I thought. It was. I actually enjoy it very much. Uh, here's, here's, here's a little, little factoid. Uh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any of the what? ones. With, I haven't Hell. seen any of the ones with the new guy. Actually, I haven't even seen. Oh my god, new guy Daniel Craig. He's fantastic. He's actually really good. I saw the Living Daylights with Timothy Dalton. I didn't see what was the one after that. Oh, License to Kill. License, License to Kill. I'm a huge Bond fan. I didn't see that yep. one. Uh, I saw Goldeneye, and I saw one of the other Pierce Brosnan ones. I can't. There were four. Tomorrow never dies. Yes. The world is not enough, and then die another day. Okay, yep. I, I saw the one where the woman is missing the ear at the end, or something like her captor is actually she's she's in on it with him, or something. No idea. Yes, that's yeah. uh, that's uh, that's Goldeneye. No, it's not Goldeneye. No, it's not Goldeneye. It's the other one. Hold on. I'm wriggling right now. It's, it turns on. out the bad, you know, it's a bad guy, but it's actually the bad woman and the bad guy. You know. Hold on, I'm getting to it. Well, that's Rosamund Pike, isn't it, from Gone Girl? I have no idea who that is. I, I am I am devoid of pop culture from like 1995. This pinball on. podcast has gone straight to hell. Oh, <laughs> we go always like that. We no, always it go is to hell. Goldeneye. No, it's not. No, it's not Goldeneye. No, it's not Goldeneye. <laughs> I remember. Trying it, to think. I'm trying it to read. wasn't Goldeneye. It wasn't the one with Michelle Yao. The in world it from... is not enough. The okay. world is not enough. That sounds right. Yes, that's with uh, my favorite girlfriend, uh, Denise Richards. <laughs> oh, she was something Christmas. Her character's name was yes. something Christmas. Yes, it was. Very good. Still not the best. I mean, that's the best thing about Bond girls. Pussy Galore, Holly Goodhead. Oh. There's some classic. Oh, Holly Goodhead. I forgot yes. about that one. Damn it. We got to write that one down. Holly Goodhead. Holly Goodhead is always good. <laughs> with but you have to see the new ones. Definitely, Ron. Well, honestly, I started watching Casino Royale, and then they started to do the, some of the fight scenes, and they started to do the CGI stuff, and I immediately lost interest and just stopped watching. Sorry. Just when it started, when it started to get ridiculous with the stunts, where it was obvious CGI, I, I literally just kind of lost interest, and in, in that, that's about all I saw. See, I'm trying to think which 
CGI stunts there are. The one thing about good uh, about Casino Royale that I really like, the poker game was spectacular. Yes. The sheaf, the bad guy, was fantastic. The torture scene, uh, scene with Bond was also brilliant. And uh, a good, good, a good theme song. Uh, yes. Um, and just uh, really Bond suffering, you know. I. It's funny, he only did one movie, George Lazenby, doing Honor Majesty's Secret yes. Service. but And it's very campy and dated and stuff like that. But story-wise, it was great with yes. Blofeld, Telly Savalas, uh, bad, bad, bad uh, special effects of them skiing and whatnot. But that was a real emotional movie for George Lazenby, whose Bond wife died at the end. Sorry, spoiler alert for somebody who hasn't seen it in 46 years. Oh, oh man. But that, you know, you really felt that way, and Casino Royale had that too, you know. And it really kind of showed you which way Bond was going to go. Yes, Emma Don't. Peel dies at the end of Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, that's right. Diane Rigg. That was the thing. Like, any any woman who was on the Avengers would leave to do a Bond movie. Because <laughs> Honor Blackman was the original assistant in the Avengers, and people were like, what the hell are the Avengers? It's, it was a British show. It was, it was pretty good. It was from the 60s. Check it out. It had, uh, had um, Patrick McNee as John Steed. I was like that name. John Steed. And he didn't have a weapon. I was like, he didn't have a gun. They used their Uses. wits. They used their yes. wits and intelligence to outsmart the enemy. But he would always have the hot female assistant, or, well, actually not even assistant, just the partner. And originally it was Honor Blackman, who left to become Pussy Galore. And then it was Diana Rigg, who left. Yeah. I, I was more of a Saint fan than a, the Avengers. Ah, Speaking the Saint. Of, yes. The Saint Morgan. Yep. Which is, is weird. Na, 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 na. Yeah, it had good music. And the weird thing is, in The Saint, one of the gimmicks was Roger Moore did all his own like fighting stunts. He did. But like in the Bond movies, he didn't. Ooh, <laughs> he, bad. He'd be skiing down, this, and it's like a green screen. It's bad. It's bad. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky being in radio over 25 years. I have been able to meet some of my heroes and, and talk to some of them. And, and I once met Roger Moore, you know, who's getting an award for his UNICEF charity. And it's one of the few times I was very nervous meeting this guy. He was very distinguished. He was probably in his seventies, a tall man. And just, it was, it was a bizarre day in which in the same day in three different places, I saw Eric Idle, Monty Python, Jackie Mason. And then I bumped into Roger Moore all in Toronto. And I was, it was, it was just the weirdest day ever. Weird thing for me is I'd probably want to hang with Eric Idle. I think that would be the most fun. Yes, me too. Oh, for sure. Okay. Uh, lost other place news. Here. Yes, other news. Um, Batman 66 will get its debut. Its video gameplay debut on um, on Jack Danger's... Twitch feed. Twitch feed. Yeah, which... Um, Dead Flip. Sorry. Dead Flip. Kind of missed that there. Won't be able to edit that. January... No, not January. December 30th. December 30th. 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. So everyone, get ready. Get ready to watch. Get ready to make completely informed opinions by watching gameplay of a game that you haven't played. That we've been waiting for for three months. Three months. Jeez, yeah, well, no. That's two months. Three months. Two months. Three months. Come on, three. October, November, December. That's two months. That's yeah, okay. two and a half October, months. Okay, October. They first released our when we first talked about it was September thirtieth. Three months. 
Yeah, yes. And according to Bruce, in episode six, my favorite game was uh, Funhouse. Funhouse. Yeah, I went back and looked. It was Dragon Fist. So uh, I have no trust that you remember any of these episodes. Fail. I'm good, though. No. You know, it's, I have the list. It's funny you should talk about Funhouse. I know you wanted to talk about. Uh, I'm sorry to jump over. I, I've got to leave in about 10 minutes. Sorry, guys. <gasps> um, I know you wanted to talk about favorite games and least favorite games. And go for you it. Just, let's you let's just go for one, it, Ed. You just named one of them. Funhouse, probably one of my least favorite games ever. Really? Finally, finally, somebody on the same boat as me. Wow. I don't know which my least favorite game is. I certainly don't like games with odd scoring, you know. I think if the scoring was better on something as wacky as Gladiators, I'd enjoy the game a little more. But because you can get an outlane and all of a sudden get $30 million dollars. There's some confusion there. System I don't like three got leaves. That's system three got yeah. for you. So I don't uh, like that. But really, my least favorite games would be definitely Funhouse. Uh, you're going to notice a common theme here: Monopoly. Oh, oh okay, Lawler Hater, and Ripley. Oh man. So I'll tell you why. Listen, I I don't want to bash on Lawler, although those are all Lawler games. Because I love Adam. I love NASCAR. I uh, Twilight Zone. I love Banzai uh, Run. Or Banzai mm-hmm. Run. Yep. And but those other games are just a little not clunky, but I don't like the idea of hitting a skill shot and then having it drain and yes. being punished for that. That is a that that's a, such an easy fix with a ball save or whatever the case may be. Code, and it's just it just is you know when I think of the days when I was pumping quarters. Just it would tick you off, and you just—I I can't even be bothered because a game like Ripley's is is pretty deep, and there's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It, it's a good game, but there's just being punished for going for the skill shot. Uh, I don't—I'm not a big fan of that, and I find his outlanes are a little easy, easily accessible. So some of those games are, are definitely my least favorite game. Game you like? Well, I, I don't know if I have to pick one. But uh, games I love, uh, I'm a big Steve Ritchie guy. I love the flow of Steve Ritchie games. So Woo-hoo! You need to come over. A- yes. ACDC, Spider-Man are two of the all-time greatest, in my opinion. Other games I love playing Metallica. I like Simpsons Pinball Party a lot, how deep it is. Sorry, I never gave him any money, so I, I, uh, I love J-pop games. You know, he didn't do anything to me personally. I know <laughs> others might have different stories, but... Theater, Circus Voltaire, uh, I have World Cup 94, I love Toten, uh, Tales of the Arabian Night is just a spectacular, beautiful, original game, and I like that. But if I got to pick one to put in my house one day, the price is right, it would be uh, Attack from Mars. Guy has class. <laughs> the guy has class. Does that mean you don't currently have any games? No, I have, I have a few. Uh, I have some of those. I, I don't have... I think I think the next one I want to get is either Spider Man or uh, Simpsons Pinball Party. What What do you currently have? I have ACDC. I have uh, No Fear. There's, those are my Richie games. Um, World Cup '94. The first game I ever bought, which was just a couple of years ago, uh, Lethal Weapon Three. Oh yeah! Is... No, Ron loves that okay, game. Okay, 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 okay. Um, okay. My kids, my and, and remember, I have, I have boys too, so they really, really like that game. And, and uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much longer it'll stay in the collection. You know, I, I'm maxed out for space, so 
to get Spider-Man or Simpsons pinball party, something's got to go, right? So it would be that. And then, and then I, I actually really, really like classic games a lot. So I have Flight 2000. Mm, which I, good boy. Which I, I, that actually is probably one of my favorite games yes. playing in my house. Uh, I just bought an Embryon. Um, my, kid, my kids love that game and uh, bought, I bought in New York an, an 8-Ball, not 8-Ball Deluxe, the Fonz 8-Ball and I enjoy that um, it's certainly not as good as 8-Ball Deluxe but I, I still like it and it's uh, a couple of shots there and then I, I bought Target Alpha for basically the play field because you see that game whether it's Solar City or Canada yeah, or, or yeah, all these other games so uh, you, you're going to see that a lot in competition so that's a good play field to there you go. Yeah, so there you go. See how sick I am. I would like I take the lethal weapon over the Simpsons pinball party. <laughs> oh my I'll god. Oh, Bruce is slapping his head. Yes. Oh! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I just find it a lot more fun. Well, Jeff, if you have to go in a few minutes, let's make this as the perfect ending point for you, and then we can continue on with our well, How show. about me? Don't I get to do my games? Yeah, we'll talk right after. We'll talk right after. Okay. <laughs> well, Guys, let's, best let's... of the holidays, and I'll tell you what, I'd love to have both you guys on the Pinball Profile, which uh, is available on iTunes. You can follow it on Pinball Profile on Twitter. It's, there's a Facebook group, and uh, uh, I really appreciate the pinball community helping me out tell a little bit about uh, their stories too so this has been a lot of fun and uh, you. you guys you guys are great you do a fantastic job it's it's entertaining it's fun and uh i i can see by the success of how often you're doing these and how much they're downloaded uh, you're, you're doing some really good things so well done thank you thank you very much and we we you are now you are now always welcome on all right sounds cool and hopefully we see you in four weeks four what's weeks, the date but- the 21st of January. I will, be emailing, of I will January. be emailing everyone on January 3rd. I already tell have you my what. You tell, you tell that guy in 17. Make me a price. And uh, we'll see. <laughs> no. There's the man. Okay, guys. Thank you very much, Jeff. Always That's Jeff Bruce, Ron, thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. And that was Jeff Teolis from Pinball Profile. Great interview. Great person. Great player. And I love playing him. He's actually, I've met him first in Buffalo at the Selfie League, and our friendship has grown, and I'm glad that he's now doing the podcast because he's a great interview, and I'm glad he uh, gave us his games he likes, games he hates. Now, Ron, what is your game you like and what game you hate? Remember, Google Pinball Profile. He will come right up as the first hit. Pinball Profile. Game I like, game I hate. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm prepared this week. Wow. I, I definitely got some different ones. I definitely have not named either of these. I know that for a fact. Yeah, okay. All right. Do you want like or hate first? Your call. All right. I'll do like. This is going to be a weird one. Pool sharks. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, for most people, it's going to be a, eh, I don't think most people will be like, I hate pool sharks. It's the worst piece of shit ever created. They'll be like, eh, eh. Is that a System 11 or is that a... That's not a 6803. That's System 11, right? Oh, it's, it's a Williams. Yeah, it's a System yeah. 11, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Uh, game I... Well, don't hate, but dislike. City Slicker. Oh, God. Never played that at a show. Extremely rare belly game. Like, yeah, I see why it's rare. It sucks. It's this huge it plastic sucks. ramp thing on the top. It just... Nah. Nah. Wasn't feeling it. Wasn't never feeling did it, it for you? Never, never did it for me. 
Wow. So what you got, Bruce? Okay, game I like. Uh, funny thing is, it's actually a Lawler game, which you know we usually don't go into the like section for me with Lawler. There's only a couple I really do like. I've owned this game, but it is gone now. It is actually Safecracker. You mentioned that in episode seven, I believe. Uh, no, it's episode seventy-two. But we had to get rid of that one. Oh, okay. No, oh, it's going to be in the future. That, that'll be the yes. episode he names it again because we've yes, run out of material. Yes. Yeah, that's everything. Save Cracker. Yes, I remember when you had yours centuries yes, it was ago. A fun game, uh, especially with the special little mini mode in there. Assault on the Vault. Yes. Great game. Tight shots. I actually like the shots. It's almost, it really is like a mini Adams family somewhat with the, the ramp shot. But typical law, their third shot up at the top. There's my first show live tonight. Oh, wait, it only took us almost an hour. And I won't be able to edit it out, so there's the on. If you, ha- if you guys had any votes. Yep, that's one. Uh, you might have two. That might be four we went on the air. Oh, that doesn't count, though. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't count. So, so what do you hate? I'm actually going to be the oddball this one. No no system like, threes this week, nope. please? Okay. We're going Gottlieb, though. We are doing Gottlieb. Oh. But it's EM Gottlieb. Oh, uh, that's not possible. I don't like 2001. Are you high? I really no, because the reason why I don't I like the game. I just never do well at it. But that's not a reason to hate something. I never do well at it either. I know, but I, I love it's 2001. Kept me, it's kept me out of tournaments, so that's why I have to hate this game. Well, I hate it in tournaments, yeah, but I mean, yeah. but it it just kills me. It really does kill me. So 2001. You're off my list. I slit your throat. Okay. I expect you to die. That's also Dimension, if if that's the, the Adaball version. So. Yeah. Wow, 2000, because that was one of my games to like in a previous episode. Yes, it was. I just, just never done well with it. Now, don't forget, uh, two of our returning people who could possibly in, be in the Upstate New York Championships would be Steve Bowden from Fun With Bonus. Fun With Bonus. And Zach. So there's a good possibility we might have a lot of famous people at the Upstate Finals. Famous in, in, in Poland? Famous in Poland. World famous. So there could be a big, you know, big group. You know, groupies might have to come out. We might have some pinball groupies there. Pin, pinball groupies, yeah. Yes. Okay. So how was the rest of your week, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was uh, une- uneventful, really. Um, I did, uh, from our previous episodes, I've mentioned my wonderful big game mm-hmm. and, and, and wonderful lockdown bar issues and all that. I mean, I haven't started working on it yet, but I did mention how the um, the, ra- the guides that go behind the the top flippers were completely missing from my uh, my big game. Missing completely. Missing completely. Well... Hopefully, uh, whenever my uh, my order arrives, that will no longer be the case. Ooh, where do you get them from? Uh, I'm wondering if I should say, because I just see them all disappearing. But to help out the people on the podcast, if you have a big game and you're missing them, I don't know how many he has, but Pin- Pinball Resource has them right now. Nice. So it's pbresource.com. You have to go under the special when lit section. It's not in the regular parts section. Hmm. It was unclear whether he had just won, like maybe he was taken off of a game. 
But it, it said NOS, and, and I figured maybe you had more than one, so I asked, basically saying, like, you know, my game is missing both of them. So if could you send two if you have two? And well, according to the email I got, they had two. So if you still see it under their special when lit section after they update their site, then grab it. And please, if you only need one, just take one. There aren't many of yeah, them. Don't, don't be a, don't don't be be a dick, dick and get, like, five of them. You know, just saying. I figured I'd mention this. I had this on the list for uh, last week, and I forgot to bring it up for whatever reason. There was a uh, a subject on Pinside. That yes, again that 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 forum that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. That I thought was actually interesting. They said like best and worst spinner sounds. You know, I I think good spinner sounds is easy, but I think like what has really bad spinner sounds. And I, I had one that just popped in my head immediately, and that's lightning. Mm, I it just sounds like that. a bird chirping. Yep. It's like, oh god, you you don't want to light the spinner. It's like, oh no, no, I don't want to hit the spinner. No, 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 stop it, stop it. Um, I mean, best sounds, uh, Metallica's. Yeah, Metallica's good. Any old stern other than lightning. Yep. Like Stargazer. If if you go for the EM sounds, anything like you know, with a ticker for the spinner. But I think the 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 idea of the subject was electronic, because you could just say, you know, all the old ones had to tick, 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 which I love. But I'm thinking, oh, Blackout was another good one. Very good one. I think yep. Zach, actually, Zach, Zach, I say I could have brought him up, was in on the uh, thread, and that's the one he brought up, Zach. He brought up the uh, Blackout one, which, because that one gets, incre- it increases as you hit the spinners yes. until yes, it gets it to the top, and then it goes back down. But it, it keeps a, a constant tone, so if you hit it and you get it to go all the way up right before it goes down, you just have to listen to it until you hit the spinner again. Yep. So your repairs are just the big game parts, that's it? Uh, that's it. I'm waiting for I, – I, part of the, the pinball resource uh, order was sockets. I ordered a crap load of sockets, and when I get them, I will remove – the Harlem Playfield, and just start replacing. I'm probably gonna just replace every, every socket, or at least at least all the easy ones to replace. The the stapled in ones, I'll see which ones need to be replaced. But the rest of them, for the most part, if they're not shot, they're getting shot. They're starting to fail. The only thing he doesn't have, he didn't have um, the ones for the coin door. No, he does not. There there are there there are other ones you can get the um, equivalents of like. Pinball, um, Pinball Life has them. Uh, Marco has them, but he doesn't have those particular ones there. So I'll just I'll have to wait for another Pinball Life order before I get those because I'm I'm not doing an order to get like five sockets. So, but I got the man got manuals too. Just just getting things. Uh, I'm ready to get started finally on it. So good. I haven't done squat. I've had a little. Squat. I've had a little too much fun lately, haven't I? Yes, he's had a lot of fun. Yeah. But he's yeah. dedicated. We're still here. I'm, We're a day late and a dollar short. I'm a day late. I'm a day late and dollar short, and I'm going to put the pressure on Ron. I hate to say this, but thank you, Ron, for putting up with me yesterday and, you know, and being a friend. Ron is Ron has always been one of my closest friends and one of my good friends, and he knows everything that's going on right now. Friends to the end. I yes. know you are my hero. We start. You are the wind beneath my wings. God, no, beneath ball bag. So when we go to the slam tilt ball bag, the, the slam tilt ball. <laughs> we we got mail. 
There's a mail. We got two mails. We got two mail. Where, where you? You know, you Bruce sees all these 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 mails come through, and I I'll see like one, and he'll be like, "We got three. Like, where are you seeing these? Yep. First one is from Mr. Scott himself, which we definitely need to get back. Which we definitely need to stop saying that and just get him back, because we say that every week. We'll have to. We'll have to. We'll probably have to do a weekend, or maybe we should uh, ask him. Hey, Scott, if you're listening, are you off Monday? Yes, maybe Monday. Oh, actually, I should ask Bruce first. Bruce, are you off Monday? I am off Monday. I'll be traveling, but I sh- I should be back in the states. I should be back here by eight thirty, eight o'clock. So we yeah, can figure out. I don't something. I don't know his company schedule, but I know mine. Monday after Christmas, we're off, and I believe we're off the next Monday after that too. Oh wow, you got a real job. Well, we're uh, we're we're a credit union, so we get all like the federal holidays yes, and that kind of. So whenever the state gets off, we get off. So, but uh, yeah, Scott he emailed and and basically said we kind of we kind of made it sound like he thought Orbiter was awesome. And it's not. It's just a it's just novelty. Yeah, he says it's not one of his favorites, but but I I I will say I remember when he had a tournament and he picked that and someone's like, are, are you kidding me? And he tried to explain to the guy how there there is skill involved. It's not it's there not is. total. There's a little bit. There is skill involved. And the guy was like bullshit. But uh, he also talks about, of course, how I am right about. For power play, need to add some spinners to that thing to make it perfect. Game. Oh, you're right again. Oh God, that means you're going to bring up the other email. <sighs> yes, I is the other email. One of our longtime favorite guys, Jim. He talks a lot about good stuff. Uh, he talks about JJP track record. They can't even have him close. Just like I said, he can pass on Waz. He agreed with you about passing on Waz. Uh, you know. Game number four before 2019. So he's right with us. Uh, Right with you. Yes, he is. Uh, And I am right about the bread maker. Yeah, I figure if another person said it, I must be wrong. Yes, of course. I'm wrong again. But he says, Ron, Playboy is a fun game. I've grown to like it, but it does have a limitation compared to others. So he's right with you on that one. And he's looking forward to my news from 2017, which who knows when that will be, but it'll be hopefully something in 2017. Something. Well, here's a question about Playboy. Name me a Bally of that era, in other words, late 70s, that's worse than Playboy. The one that's only 300, uh, 300 games, the Planet Doom. Planet Doom? What? Give me two seconds, IPDB. It's only 300 of them. I've it's never heard state. of that. Dave Christensen did the artwork. It can't exist if I've never seen it. I've seen everything. Oh, yeah, it does. Volton Escapes Cosmic Doom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I played that before. Yes. It sucks. It sucks. Uh, it sucks. I See, I can't remember it. I only played it, it once. All right, I'll take your word for it. Uh, early Bally's. Low numbers. I'm looking right now at it. Grand Slam. It's too new. though. it's 83, but it is a pretty bad game, Grand Slam. Miss Pac-Man, Mr. Pac-Man, you know, that's a pretty bad game. Yeah, but no. See, I'm talking late 70s. Early, We're talking, you know, Kiss, Nitro, Ground Silver Shaker. Silverball Mania is not that deep. It's a fun game. No, you just hit the horseshoe 30 zillion times. Exactly. So it's it's kind of that same. Yeah, hey, uh, I'll, I'll give you that one. It looks great. Good like Playboy does. Even Star Trek. Star Trek has more to it. Not a great it. game. Eh, I'd rather play that. Not a great game. Uh, Six Million Dollar Man. 
You know that how I feel. Right you know how I feel I about know. that. That's, so what that, am I saying? I, that clouds my judgment. Yes. All right. So that's enough about bashing Playboy. I think the Stern one's better. I actually like playing uh, that. Yes, I like the Stern one. Actually, I like the Stern one a lot. I, I liked it for the. I like it for the playfield. Nothing to do with the the artwork. It's a George Gomez designed playfield with lots of flow on it. It actually it actually plays pretty good. It does. I actually like that yep. game a lot. Yep. Retheme it. Really, really good game. Uh, number three. Oh, That's me. three yawns. So anyone who picked three yawns, they're they're hoping you don't yawn again. So um, I I mentioned this to Bruce. I think we're gonna have next week off. I, uh, I would like to take next week off. Uh, I feel. Come on, don't be a Scrooge. I, I, I feel like I'm gonna be a Scrooge. Uh, I, I don't feel want. like Bob Cratchit. Please, sir. I don't want to because it's during the holiday, sir. No one wants to listen anyway. It's the holidays. Nothing will be going on, sir. Please. People will be driving back and forth to their families and doing all this other stuff and working on games all this week. What? We need. We have a dedicated public who demands. This is going to be it. This is going to be the title. We're going to actually ask for your vote, people, on the email. Oh, yeah, okay. So yes, vote vote whether you would you'd like Ron to be able to get a week off nope. or whether you want to be like sleigh driving Bruce and force him yes. force him to work another yes. week. Cause I just figured it, I figured it'd be good because because the week after that, we have a very special guest. The only clue I'll give you is he is by far the highest ranked player we have ever had on this program. And remember, we've had, we have had Timmy on here, and he's pretty damn high rank. He is. But uh, he, would, he would have two special... Either episode he'd be special with. Because he'd be the 25th episode, which is a landmark episode to any podcast. Or he'd be the 26th episode. And if we kept with every week, it would be halfway. He'd be the halfway year person. So look at it that way. Either way. I don't even know what you just said there. The half, you mean 26 because it's 52 weeks? Is that, you that got reason? it. Okay. See? You, got, you, do read, you do speak Bruce. Okay. Yeah, yes. I'm one of the only other people who speaks Bruce. Yes, you, you, should, other see, you should see his texts, folks. But I will, be able to, I will be able to translate them and the missing words and all that stuff. Only two people or three people in this world who actually know my texts. And one is, one is my wife, Kathy. One is Ron. And once in a while, you know, it's Eric, which I do want to have on as our 27th or 28th episode. So what does that tell you? We're going to have a lot of guests on. I want to be lazy. I want to sit back and just sit in my underwear and do a podcast. Oh, right. That's right now. No comment, huh? Oh, I'm, I'm on mute. Sorry. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Comic timing opportunity failure. Yes, it did. Yes. No, I was saying, uh, which, which Eric? Uh, there's four now. Oh, there's four. There's Eric Russell, Eric S. Russell, Eric Russell, CNY. Who's the fourth one? Eric Russell, PDX. The hell does that mean? PDX is Portland. There is an Eric Russell in IFPD, IFPA rankings who has the same Eric, name as Eric, is in the western you know, uh, country, part of the country to Portland, Seattle. So they it's had called that. the Northwest. I don't like that because it sounds. No, no. But it's, North it's, by Northwest, it's the Great right? Northwest. Take off. 
we already had our great wife North guy up there with Jeff Teolis, but uh, he actually they were getting the the IFPA things mixed up, so that's why Eric is now Eric CNY, and this other guy is Eric PDX. We think <laughs> so. There could be four. Mint julep, Mr. Bond. Yeah, mint julep. Yes, yes, it's very good. Oh, I'd just like to congratulate um, Bruce's favorite band in the world, who were inducted, will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. ELO made it. Congratulations, Bruce. I'm sure you're very happy. I am very happy. I was very ecstatic. I, I wonder if maybe Olivia Newton-John will come up on stage and sing uh, Xanadu with them. That'd be kind of cool, actually. To, to Bruce, that would be cool. That'd be really cool. I like that a lot. Next thing we're going to do is, what do you have in your toolbox, or what should you have in your toolbox? The slam box? The slam box. What should you have in your toolbox? Uh, okay, well, actually... I know what I'm, I know what I'm recommending. With the, ear, with, with the phone apps they have now, I guess this isn't as required, but I like to have a good level. I'm just saying that because for tournaments... Or playing games anywhere, especially at a show, one of the worst things you can have is you play it and it's not level. Oh, it's just especially if it's a really nice game and it's unlevel. It's like, oh man, it's just. What about uh, locations? So what about locations and not level? That's really bad too, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay, I think he's throwing out there. He's he's jamming someone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that, that's mine. My, it's kind of lame, but that's mine. No, digital levels, you can get them so cheap. You can get them very easy. You can get them at a... You can get you them know, as an app now, now I, I believe. I know, but like I mean, even phone, get so. a nice Craftsman one. Craftsman one, 35 bucks digital level, you're good to go. You really are. It'll last you forever. Now, what I want to talk about for myself is what everyone needs is a good extended magnet. When you drop a screw, lose a screw, you see the screw in the freaking pile over there, or you're trying to hold the screw from going out. An extendable reach magnet. Very important in your toolbox. If you don't have one, get one. You'll think about it later on. You'll say, God, that Bruce guy's great. So I'm sure Dr. Dude has one because of the magnetic personality. That was bad. He does. Magnetic yeah. personality. Magnetic personality. And now, for our next segment, of course, as we always talk about, I'd buy that. Well, when we can. If there's anything to buy. There's not always there something one. to buy. There is one. There is one. Well, I, I just want to bring this up. You have your Monster Bash? Is it still out there? It is still out there. I'm actually selling my Monster Bash with a cabinet and a color DMD for 8900 Now, last week when we went over our, our segment... We'd buy that. We were, uh, well, especially me, I was giving heat to the uh, pictures when they had a particular uh, thing about them, specifically the playfield glass installed. And then I looked at your pictures, and you have the playfield glass installed. Lazy. I was totally lazy. But, but I had people ask me for more pictures, and I found it. So that's not a problem. Oh. The two machines that we talked about last week, the Simpsons Pinball Party. And Simpsons Pinball Machine from Data East. Guess how much that went for? $1,076. Good deal. The Bobby Orr went for $860. There you go. The NASCAR 
went for 23.49. High. I thought it was pretty high. And the lethal weapon's still out there, 1750. Uh, 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 uh. So I didn't get a chance to ask Jeff my questions. Like, what, 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 which music do you pick? Is it Lethal Weapon, CNC Music Factory, or ZZ Top? Yeah, I would say I'd pick definitely uh, ZZ Top. That's what my father always picks. I pick CNC Music Factory just so I can hear everybody dance now. <laughs> uh, one game. Ticket number two eight two two seven five six two nine four seven seven. This is for Ron. Oh, what what am I buying? Lethal Weapon Pinball. Oh, another one? $1,850, a little more. Okay. But it's in, it's in, uh, it's down by New York City. It's right by JFK. So a lot closer to you, Ron. Or best offer. All right. Does it, does it have the topper? Does it have the police siren? Can't tell you. Oh, we can't tell from the pictures. Can't tell from the pictures. Only one picture. Oh, oh one picture. Is it the flyer? No. Okay. Is the glass on? Yes, it is. Of course. So there you go. There's, there's what we got out there this week. Yeah, only, 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 only one. Not many deals during Christmas, but if you want to buy a nice Monster Bash, come come uh, to uh, our post. You know, go to our Facebook page, check it out, and we can definitely hook you up. Well, Bruce can hook you up. I'm not in the area. I can hook you up. So let's see. Um. I got nothing on the uh, docket here. So, so everybody, again, please, if you, you could send emails, vote, vote on the, uh, or just just post on the Facebook page. Don't make me have to do next week. Please, just let please. let me get make a week him, off. Please let me work. get a week off. Editing these things is 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 a pain. It's it's no, painful. It's yes, it is. Uh, actually, this one is going to be on. This one will be unedited, all lumps included. Because I got to get it out there in time. So yes, you do. So yeah, it just so emails, just post on, or just post on the Facebook page. You know, yay or nay? Does Ron have to work? Does Ron not have to work? Ron works. Oh, I'm telling you, he's like Ebenezer Scrooge. You're the Grinch, man. No, what I had to do, I had to be on at two in the morning in Europe. That's I true. Was dedicated. That's true. So he did do dedicated. that. Yeah, that's true. Didn't you do that two weeks in a row? I did. I did it four weeks. I wasn't even home. Four weeks in a row. Okay. Still, folks, just vote, please, please vote, vote. me. Vote. vote to work. Vote. vote you nay. want to hear us? No, you do. You want yes? No, you want no. You want vote you want yes, a week I'm, off. I'm, you want I'm, a week I'm, off. We'll come back one. rejuvenated, more more energy than ever. I mean, because this has been a completely um uh, unenergetic podcast, right? No, it's been very energetic. No ener- energy at all. Jeff Teolis was great as a guest. Yes, he was. And we have more guests coming up, including some local New York people and some local celebrities. Oh, really? Bruce will have to tell me about these people. Well, I'm talking about IFPA celebrities. Josh Sharp is going to be on? Awesome. I know. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. But uh, shows coming up, uh, there's not much coming up right now. Just uh, this Thursday is the Tista Pinball at Cloud City Comics out in Syracuse, East Syracuse, uh, from 4.30 to 8.30. IFPA points, come check it out, just before Christmas. Also, there is the uh, 
there's a tournament, uh, the Central New York Pinball last one of 2016 is uh, December 30th at, uh, I think, Eric's house. If you go to uh, Central New York Pinball on Facebook, you can check out and, and find all the information. And if you're local yeah. to Syracuse, Rochester, Binghamton, come on out. Plus, we also have on the 27th of December, we have the Buffalo Binghamton Christmas pinball tournament down at uh, Moonwalker. It's, I think, I don't know what time it starts. I think it's 6 or 7. Check it out for uh, IFPA points and uh, fun stuff. Uh, the F-State Championships will be giving out their final 16. We'll be asking people in the next week or two. It's the only thing I would need time for, for you know. Ron's just crying about this all this other crap. Fucking douchebags. Uh, and, well, <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Ron, how you doing? Oh, I was on mute, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, other than that, not much coming up. Uh, Mag Magfest is coming up soon. Nice little tie-in to future stuff. The future. The future is now. So we'll have to know if it's going to be episode 25. Is it going to be in 2016 or is episode 25 going to be in 2017? You need to vote, people. You need to vote. It's up to you. Yay or nay. Do you like Ron more or do you like Bruce more? Everyone loves me. I'm like the lovable guy. I'm like the I'm like the lonesome loser. I I, I agree with Jeff. You are the um the white odd job. So I don't speak. Exactly. I'm done. I'm you, done. <laughs> where's your derby? Gonna put your derby on. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Be cool. I I think you should dress up like that. Maybe Halloween or something. Did he have a goatee? Did he have no? He had a mustache though. You just just no, put the mustache, mustache on. There you go. Yes, Mr. Bond. And you get to kick the shit out of Bond for like five minutes. Yes, I do. Before you get electrocuted. Shocking. So, uh, episode 24. So, this has been episode 24, Goldfinger. Hopefully it hasn't been too shocking. Mr. Bond. Oh, 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 that's bad. Yes. Hopefully you've enjoyed Pussy Galore's Flying Fleet. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did have one in the movie. Her own own fleet. Yes. She did. She she did. Hopefully you enjoyed Odd Job and Goldfinger and and White Odd Job and yes and and the whole crew from all of us here at the uh, Slam Tilt Podcast. Wishing you a very uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Christmas, uh, Festivus, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever. I think I covered them all. Uh, and and any other um, I don't know a life day for any Star Wars fans out there, they they might get that one. Um, For, you know, Wookiees, Life Day is a very important, important holiday. So, again, that was episode 24. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Jason Plord. 